Today's show is brought to you by Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, the green juice, solves the problem of juicing greens on the go. We all know that we need to get those fruits and greens and vegetables and all that in our diets, guys. And here's a quick and easy way to get it. You just add water, drink, and let your body soak up the benefits. Visit Organifi.com to learn more about an exciting offer for you, our podcast listeners. That's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. Today's show is brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can cook, eat, and enjoy. They offer a wide variety of chef-curated recipes that change every week. Sign up today for a total of $60 off. That's $20 off each of your first three boxes. Visit HelloFresh.com forward slash success60 and use the promo code success60. Once again, visit HelloFresh.com forward slash success60 and use the promo code success60. And I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, Carlos Rivera, Quinny Jr. Joined, as always, by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. What's going on? Hey, that's why I always thought you was Hispanic. That middle name. Uh, well, a lot saw, of people yeah. do. A lot of people yeah. do. That Threw and, me off. And, what, and what used to be good hair before I went bald. Um, <laughs> and Douglas Thomas joining us from sunny Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Yes, sir. What is going yes, on, sir. man? Bless, man. Living the, living the rough life, man. It's rough being at the, uh, I'm at sure. the beach. It's I'm rough. Sure. Are, you, are you on the teacup <laughs> again today? The teacup, I, t- yeah, I was on a teacup yesterday. Yeah, Didi can't do the teacup two days in a row. Oh, I, I can't do the teacup cup. at all. Are you at the Ritz Carlton? Is what we really want to know. You know what, I, man, Muhammad, where are you? I thank you, man. I met Muhammad the last time. I think I don't remember where I was, but brother Muhammad was in Dubai. He and his wife, and man, they lost their four. I think their baby was four months old, and they lost their their child and went through a real, real dark time and he was like yo he started watching the videos like every day multiple times a day he and his wife religiously to get through it and they got on the other side of it he became like a big time insider for the hilton and um he worked here in fort lauderdale so he puts me up in a real nice spot and um, so i only do the hilton now when i'm here and uh unfortunately he moved to columbus He's in Columbus, Ohio, doing his thing there, but he still gets the uh, hookup for us, man. The breakfast, free breakfast, you know, free drinks. I don't know how I feel about the free drinks, though. See, like it don't, it ain't the same when somebody give you free drinks and you go get a Coca Cola with it. Yeah, I would just grab a couple, hold on to them for me. I'll be through there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just in case I need to make my way down, we might need them drink cards. Thank you. Um, hey, I'm he- I'm hearing. See, hold on. I I'm hearing the different levels, though. It's an insider at. Each hotel now. Before it was just an oh, insider yeah. at the Westin. Now it's an insider at the Hilton. So it's just a different oh, level yeah. now. It ain't just an insider. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's definitely. No, no. Oh, and I got to put a picture of my boy Rob up. Rob would kill me. I'm going to put Rob picture up. Rob was the very first insider. Um, man, Didi, I don't want to mess it up. 
is, is not the Venetian. He was somewhere else before that, the palace or the place. Um, some, he was somewhere, and then he moved over to uh, the Venetian. And so he, uh, yeah, he, I'll put his picture up, y'all. Y'all got to see him. But he was the very first ever, very first ever insider. I got to get Rob. I got to give him his pub. Now, look, last time I was with him, though, he was talking to Drake on the phone. I'm saying, my man, I'm like, yo, this insider thing is real. He was naming all the people that he take care of when they're in town. And I was just like, Well, wow, I'd just like to give like, a big shout out to my insider, Tyrone, over at the Red Roof Inn. <laughs> oh, no question. <laughs> Last time I was Stick with him, he was talking to Hammer. You know what I'm saying? They don't play, see? Don't play, my man. Don't play, my man. Show him some love. <laughs> oh, no. Show him some love while he's with the Red Roof Inn. Because he ain't going to show you no love when he move up. Hey, let me tell you something. He had hammer on speed dial, bro. No, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> My insider. Hey, Make sure I had uh, extra coffee. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, hey. And I want to apologize. I want to apologize directly to Frenchie right now because I know she's listening. And she is she's <laughs> insider. Got T-shirts, bags, and everything. Oh, uh, no. Let me Frenchie tell you something. Know, Frenchie's not my playing, insider, Frenchie. he I had playing, an insider Frenchie. for all of one conference. <laughs> uh, e. Stoller. In Atlanta at saving That's seven thousand, and that and was so it. I'm back to I'm back to square one. So uh, I'm not tripping. I, I got no, the guy that I'm I don't think you knew how to. I don't think you knew how to treat her. Something. You didn't know how to treat her. See, and I, mm. I showed her love. Uh, oh, so that's what like, it is. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't know how to treat her. See? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure my wife appreciates the fact I don't know how to treat other women. No, no, no. I'm sure. I'm sure. You win some, you lose some. That's a good one to lose. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the rules around grown men just FaceTiming? I just I just out yeah, I don't curiosity. Do yeah, I don't do it. Man. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, I'm tough. just because yeah, I, I, I Toby. Uh, uh, I love I Toby. Do Toby's our artist. Y'all know Toby. Toby calls me. I don't. Oh, do he it. FaceTimes on the red. <laughs> and I don't do it. I'm like, okay, what? What? He's in the car. He at the house. I only think Didi FaceTime. And the other day, he FaceTimed me in the bed. And I was like, oh, no, 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 that's too no, yeah, no. You, you got to draw the line. It's boundaries You got to draw the line. Yeah. Get him the book on boundaries, Carl. <laughs> Give him that book, <laughs> yeah. boundaries. So yeah. I'm just trying to figure out. Now, I know. Now I will say this. I will FaceTime E when Trey wants to FaceTime. Yeah, yeah. Like, Trey, oh, Trey want to talk shit. Yeah. You know what I uh, mean? Like, yeah, no question. For the babies. But it's usually like, I know it's mid-afternoon. You and D probably rolling around. He just want to say, hey. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, should there be and it ain't for you? It's for Trey Trey. Rule around Facetime and the grown man. Yeah, no, bro. I, I I think definitely. What you say? And I thought that was just me because I wasn't a millennial. See, I thought because I was older and I didn't grow up Facetime, and that's why I thought it was something. That, oh you know, no, that's I why I'm asking. I'm asking. Maybe yeah, it no. is. I don't know. I, I'm, yeah. I'm telling. you, It's just awkward. I was telling. See, uh, TJ called me this morning. Jesse's birthday. So TJ called this morning to tell her happy birthday, and the first three seconds of me looking at him, bro, it just didn't feel natural. Like, I'm just looking at another grown man. It just did not feel natural. I was like, Jesse, come here real quick. Grab that. Yeah, yeah. no. And you know what? That's I a feel, bit much. Jay, uh, that's true. Maybe it is the millennial thing, because Jalen, when he's over here, sometimes him and, and his homies will be on FaceTime, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's pretty interesting. Mm. Like, y'all yeah, like... If I, I, if I got something to show you, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I just and I don't have nothing to show you, though. I don't you know what I'm saying? I just did my basement. I just want to talk. I'll send, send you some pics. Hey, I'll send you some pics. And then, let me tell you how I am. If I FaceTime you, I'm going to have a camera turned around. Away. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Looking at the remodel 
I'm not yeah. just gonna have you right up my nostril. And so <laughs> I, I, it, it scares me sometimes. I get nervous when I see the FaceTime. I'm like, whoa, what is that about? And then let me tell you this. If you're a grown man, text me first. Yo, I'm about to FaceTime you real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, just give me a heads up. I feel like a heads up FaceTime is cool, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't just, (laughs) out of the blue, I ain't talked to you in six months. Uh, John wants to FaceTime. Mm -mm, Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? It's too much. So, anyway, I, I didn't know if it was just me or... Whatever. No, anyway, catch, catch us up. Uh, Carl's Jessie's birthday today. She's what, four? She's five. four, man. Too wow. fast. Too fast. She looked at me yesterday wow. and said, hey, I don't know how to tell you this, Dad, but her exact words, my, my birthday going to be out of control. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm like, wow. what? <laughs> she oh, got wow. a plan, bro. She got, she, I, I, I found out today Good. that she's having Good. a party. Good. Get what I'm telling you. I found out today that she's having Good. a party. She Somebody told got her a mom, plan. Hey, she told her mom who to invite. And what time they need to be here, it needs to happen when Jordan get home from school. Um, everybody's got to watch the movie Frozen. Like, she got the whole, the whole, she, oh, wow. she probably got the turtle mapped out. Yeah, she's yeah. in the turtle land right now. Yeah. She got the I whole day planned. Oh, bro, oh, it's, no it's happening. It's happening. Oh, oh, another it's, thing, these birthday parties, these kids have birthday parties for every single year these here. days. Oh, yeah. yeah and, wait, and wait, now that J- uh, Jordan in school, y'all about to get one for every single weekend, dog. Uh, Every weekend you gonna have another birthday party, and I'm not going to none of them. <laughs> no, no. None, none. Uh, I'm like, yo, because here's the problem. Let's say you go to one, all the same people there from the school. So mm. then when they throw theirs and you don't go to theirs, then they looking at you crazy. So I just don't go to any of them. I'm like, no, nope, y'all go, and I'm we good. Treat everybody you know, these, the same. This is this is uh, young kid having problems, E, so I know you probably can't even, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, You no probably question. can't relate, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want to say that because my mom's going to feel like I'm dogging her out, you know what I'm saying, calling her a negligent mom, you know. But yeah, we didn't, uh, yeah, see, uh, bro, I promise you, our birthdays went past like, all right, they go a book. I'm like, yo, what is a book? I already got books. Uh, they go book? a pair of pants. They go, they go some clothes. I'm like, clothes? Like, I already supposed to have clothes. Not a pair of We're, pants. Yeah, I want to know where the I want to know where the escapade is, where the video game and the sixteen million cartridges. But yeah, my mom and them they weren't. What for was that. the best they birthday gift you ever got? The best one was the last one. Best one was the last one. I think I was twelve years old, and my parents bought. That was me your last game. birthday gift. Oh yeah, twelve, thirteen. See, yeah, my mom wouldn't. Yeah, what? I'm not gonna lie to you. That was probably it before 12 in terms of like getting it, like gift gifts. Like we got stuff, like I said, that was necessity. Like we never got the blowout gift gifts. So I think probably- But you got the green machine. When, how old were you when you got the green machine? I was machine? probably like eight years old with the green machine though, bro. About eight years old. Tell the, the people what machine. happened with the green machine. Oh man, the green machine. <laughs> I don't think you ever told uh, the green machine. I, I think I did. It's gotta be on there. The green machine mm-hmm. gotta tell be Tell it again. We've been doing there. this podcast for years. I can't remember. I want to hear uh, like laughing. <laughs> So first of all, and I, and I know with technology being what it is, guys, y'all going to laugh, but the green machine was a, I'm talking about, just imagine the iPhone 4, and then they came out with the X. <laughs> you feel me? Just imagine. What the comparison. You know what I'm saying? Uh. Just imagine you got the phone and you got the iPhone X on them boys. I had, everybody else on the block had a big wheel. I had a green machine. Now see, the green machine was the very first big wheel with it to go in reverse. 
It went in echo. It had oh, the reverse capacity. The, reverse. the other one didn't go in reverse. So you could go mm. in reverse, spin, chain. It was like a stick shift. It was like the normal Mustang <laughs> and then and then the Stingray with the six. Oh, wait, wait, wait. With but the was six it a big stick. wheel though or was it a car? No, it was a big wheel. It was a big, big wheel. It's a green machine. Oh, okay. See? It was the green machine. <laughs> and uh, man, I had the green machine. And let me say this. I was talking to a group of uh, young young boys yesterday, and I just told them to see high uh, middle school over at the school I work with in uh, Ace and um Orlando. And I think this was the first time. I know I snap a lot and I got footage. I'll put some up. But man, I snap. I told these kids, I was like, yo, you know what's crazy? Man, not only do you need to take care, like school is not about A's and B's and all that, man. Like, yo, this is, this is how you take control of your life by how much you know, you know, what kind of skill sets you have. But I was telling them, I said, you know what's why you really got to blow up? You can't even make good money because if you make good money and you got to stay in your neighborhood, unfortunately, the, most of you guys in neighborhoods you live in, if you had something sweet, you couldn't keep it anyway. You know, I was like, imagine, if, I said, imagine if you got the Maserati you talked about. How many days do you think you parked that joke in your uh, current driveway and you and it just stay there? You know, and so, man, what was crazy when I think about it, see, I didn't even realize, you know, what my parents were doing for me in terms of knowledge, but... I got I got the green machine stolen like maybe not even a week or so after having it because there were a few people in our community who like it was a working class but then it was also kind of like those who were like low middle class and couldn't afford certain things. I, I, we were at like the top tier. And much respect to my parents because we moved into um, the west side of Detroit, specifically Eight Mile and Lasser before it was a you know African American community. It's like when we moved in. And if you ever done any uh, homework, Carl, you know, on that Midwest culture, something called white flight. And so what would happen is, you know, a few blacks would move into the neighborhood and eventually, you know, everybody, you know, that was white in the community would move, you know, and, and you know, upward mobility. They'd go elsewhere. So we had a couple of people in the neighborhood who didn't have money. And so they stole my green machine. And I didn't know any better. You know, I went to my parents and was like, yo, they stole my green machine. You know, I'm Wait, thinking, Wait, how Carl, did they steal look, it, though? Did they just punk you, like, get up off it, run it, or did yeah, they leave it in yeah, the Yeah, no, no, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, no, I'm not going to lie. What happened was it was a family of brothers. It was a family. You know what I'm saying? So, um... Oh, that's the worst a, when you get a whole bunch yeah, of brothers that's bad. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a... Yeah, and, and I'm not going to lie to y'all. You know, like, Tim and Wayne, they would have got, they would have got it back for me later but I was just so devastated, Carl, at the time. I didn't even think to tell them. I was like, I'm going straight to the so crib. So did they beat you up or did they just like run it? No, no, no. It wasn't no beat up. up. No, no. You know, you know, Detroit, for all y'all in Detroit, y'all know that magic word, check it in. Check it in. It was the check it in boy. <laughs> it was a check it in boy. And so they kind of waited for me around the corner. I knew I shouldn't have gone that far, see. You know, I shouldn't have went off my block. But that sucker <laughs> was fast, see. It was fast, see. And I got to be honest, not only was it fast, I kind of did want to showboat it a little bit. Oh, I did no kind of want. Oh, for I sure. did kind of want yeah, sure. everybody on the block to know I was the first one with the green machine boy. So I went around the corner, came back. It worked. I went around the corner. Nothing happened. You feel me? Nothing happened. So I was like, all right. If it's nice, I, do it twice. Yeah, uh, let's do it again. My parents told me don't go, but it worked. So I'm gonna go back. So when I went back the next time, bro, they was waiting for me. Like, let me go ahead and get that. Check that in. And so I didn't want no prop, man. I was the slowest I ever got off a bike in my life. I got off that sucker so slow. Like, y'all playing, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all ain't serious, right? They like, go ahead and check that in. And I went home and told my mom, like, Ma, they, mm. they got, you know what I'm saying? They went and got my you know, green machine, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
either, you know, we can go get another one. And my mom's was like, what? Another, no another <laughs> you, that's what you said? <laughs> another hey, one. got my great machine still, let's go grab another yeah. one. <laughs> I'm thinking think that's that what we're going to do. That conversation was going to work. Yeah, I'm thinking that's what I was thinking. See, Especially when her mom looking... pulled out the pistol and chased somebody down in the back right. alley. I, you know what I'm <laughs> you know what so right. that was number two. Right. I'm thinking that, yeah, I, I'm thinking the second thing is she going to go, you know what I'm saying? And she taught me, man, I know we hate our parents sometimes for those kids who are listening. Sometimes you just like, they from Mars or... You know, they, they I just text like you a picture. Is that the green machine? I just want to make, I'm just Hold on, let me see, see. Hold on, let me check it out. Let me check. Oh, oh that's it. For those see? of y'all, I just text the picture. <laughs> that's it. Is that see? an E? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you see why I was geek, see? Can you see oh, it a no, little bit? It's see? sweet. It's yeah. sweet. I didn't know yeah. it was that sweet. In my yeah, head, bro. I was picturing a yeah. big wheel, but no, nah, that's sweet. Because I was uh, thinking like eight. looking like the was a little deal. old for a big wheel of eight, but no, nah, yeah. that sucker's sweet. As oh, soon as I typed it in too. green machine, it said 19. And you know what, seven. though, see, you got to remember. I might have been, maybe I might have been six or seven. I don't remember, but I was short. So eight, I still was the same height as I was at six. So I could still get on that joker and spin <laughs> no, 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 that joker that, out. That, that's perfectly fine for eight. For those of y'all listening, you want to know what it looks like, go to S2S Podcast Instagram page, and we'll put a picture of Ease. I think that might be Ease, that he got stolen. I might say <laughs> he got a hip-hop preacher autograph on the bottom uh. of it. That joint might be worth a couple dollars. Anyway, uh, continue with the story. Yeah, so... No, mom's taught me a valuable lesson, kids, and sometimes you hate what your parents teach you, but I think that might have been the introduction to the gorilla right there. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because because mm. I was like, I wasn't, I'll be real with y'all, I wasn't really, I was like, well, he got it, they got it, it was sweet, but you know what I'm saying, long live the green machine, you know? And uh, my mom's was like, yeah, go ahead and go get that. Go ahead and go get that. And I'm like, what you mean go get oh, man, that? I'm just picturing my like, man on Friday. You ain't seen the movie, I know, but that boy Red got his, he, now he a grown man, got his bike still. That yeah. boy by Debo. That boy went back to Debo and said, Pops want me to ask for my bike back. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know I wouldn't trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just picturing no, you going hey. back to them boys like, look, my hey. moms want me to. Yeah. I don't know who Debo is, you know, but my mom, bro, she would have gave Debo a run for the money. But my mom oh, told no me, like, doubt. yo, go get that back. And I was like, well, how am I supposed to do that? And she's like, yo, I don't, I, don't, I don't know how you're supposed to do it, but don't come back home without your green machine. Mm. You know, and you know what's so crazy? When I got my my green machine back, I remember I got a little bottle, bust the beer bottle. You know, what I'm saying had it like, all right, we about to go in. And I, what was so Wait, crazy? Wait, so you though, that was a true that that was part of yeah. it was true. I thought you was just elaborating no. a little too far. No, so you took a beer no. bottle, smashed yeah. it on the ground, so it was like yeah. a little razor at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you went and over there and held, was like, look here, yeah. held the neck of it and went back and was like, let me look, bro. I, I got to get my. You know what I'm saying? I got to get that. And, um, you know, I just remember from that day forward, you know, my mom taught me there's some things in life that you'll never get if you're not aggressive. Like, it's just not going to happen. Like, you live in a world where people are going to debo you. You know what I'm saying? Like, they they going to they gonna take stuff from you that don't belong to them. You know what I'm saying? That's yours. And there's some stuff that's yours that you got to go get. Like, you got to go get it. And it was, I'm talking about the scariest moment of my heart. I don't even know if my mom, I, I don't remember seeing her. I don't remember seeing my old dude. I don't remember seeing nobody following me. You know what I'm saying? To be honest with you, so I don't know if I, if she trusted I would make it back or not. It's kind of dangerous. But I do remember my heart racing, the blood flowing through my body, the adrenaline just going, me thinking like, what is about to happen? 
But I got my bike back. And so there are those of you walk who us are through afraid. it though. You don't go past it. Like give me the, yeah. the play by play. So you walk up there with a bottle and what you what you say to them, like, yo, let me just get that. How they respond to well, it. Well, first of all, you know, I I I'll be real with y'all, man. Like I'm grown, but I'm still revisiting. I think the thing that hurt me the most when I got back, like they had stole my joint and they had their younger brother on it. And he was loving mm. it like it was his. You know what I'm no, saying? Like that's the worst. Yeah, bro, we got, he nobody, was birthday like, present. He was joyriding through the streets with it. Yeah. Uh-huh. It wasn't even like, and that's when I realized, I'm like, yo, I'm a different dude. You know, I was like, yo, I never steal, I would never steal something from somebody, especially somebody that lived on, around the corner. Like, we go to school together. Like, we see each other. I was like, yo, what kind of people are y'all that you going to see me on the rig? Like, we played football together. Y'all ate at my house. I was just like, yo, what kind of dudes would do this? You know what I'm saying? Like, and it was troubling to me. Like, yo, who... My mom fed y'all. Like, y'all have gone, been in my parents' car. We've gone to games, like, play uh, baseball together. Like, what in the world? But I guess when you are, you know, in poverty, you know, sometimes you do anything. But that just showed me that day that you can't take it personal, E. Like, this is who they are, but go get your stuff back. And I went and got it back. And I ain't going to lie. And it was never as fun because I always, like, when I was on it, I was always, like, I wouldn't ride it unless Lines was with me. Wayne was outside, you know, um, uh, Dre and Jeff, you know what I'm saying, Daryl. I wouldn't ride it if the fellas wasn't out, you know. So it wasn't never as sweet. I didn't have the freedom. But, um, yeah, man, my mom taught me a valuable lesson is that you may not want to fight, and I know you're not, like, naturally a fighter, but you're going to have to go ahead and learn how to do it because if you're growing up in Detroit, it, you're going to be doing a lot of it, <laughs> flat out. You don't think you could have flamingoed it back? I don't know. Mom. I don't think so. Just because they didn't seem like they cared. Like they didn't seem like they were the kind of people that would reason with you. It seemed like, you know, I hate to say fight fire with fire because I want our young people picking that up. You know, today is a different world. I got a, a young man who tried to stop a fight and got shot and killed. You know, so I, I'm not recommending y'all do what I did in the 70s. But I don't, I don't think so. See, they just didn't seem like the type of people you could sit down and have a rational conversation with. But they did understand that bottle. They did understand that bottle. Right. They did that understand. was the language they understood. Yeah. And oh, here's yeah. the thing that they, they also understood. This, this was like not spoken of. You didn't hear people talk about it. But remember, my old dude was 6'8", 200 and some pounds. Like people thought my father was a cop or something or a fed because he was low key. Like he never, this back in the day, you, you, don't, you didn't let people know what you did. But I think that was the, it wasn't me and the bottle per se. I think people knew. And then my uncle, his brother was 6'6" you know, and a big dude. So I think the, the I won't think it was me really. I think it was more they knew, okay, if you have problems with E, you might be able to take E, but then this old dude gonna come around here. My father, I, let me just say, I I, <laughs> I won't be cautious. I won't get my father, you know, you like, hey, why you telling all my business? But there was a time that there was a young man who um, threatened my mom. And let me just say, my father flat out, I, I was like, whoa. Like I had a different level of respect for him after that. like. It was like, whoa, like, okay. Uh, he didn't say nothing. He just went to the place of, you know, where they was harassing my mom, mopped them up, you know what I'm saying? Got arrested for a second, came out, realized that it, he didn't do nothing wrong. And it was like, whoa. So yeah, word on the street was, my old dude was like a tall, friendly guy, but he, he could lay hands on folks is what, you know what I'm saying? What the word on the street was. So I can't take credit for the bottle. They probably didn't want to have to deal with my father and his people. Hmm. And he was from the Brewster Projects. So my old dude grew up in the Brewster Projects. You know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't, he didn't grow up with a silver spoon in his mouth. So people knew he was from the projects and just, you know, started making money 
and was doing his thing. So yeah, see, I ain't gonna take credit. The the the, the friendly giant had a little reputation in the neighborhood. <laughs> your, your mom probably had a decent little rep too. Oh yeah, she oh, did. For sure. She did. she did. You know, you know my mom. Hey. She says she's a chameleon, but I think I think she chooses to reside. <laughs> and, and transform into a gorilla 90% of the oh, time. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, like Tay. We got mad people on our team that's gorillas, like front they mad mad they say they, Yeah, stuff. They say they're chameleons. I'm like, what kind of chameleon? You buy, you, <laughs> just tell you about like yourself quick. You know what I mean? Hey, see, all of this just, like, I'm, I'm now, like, fully understanding why when the first time it was my birthday being around E, I'm talking about, I think he said bet when I said it was my birthday. That was about the most I got out of E, but it now oh, make, yeah. all makes sense now. Oh, yeah, mom. Well, we all makes sense. Birthdays like that. Yeah. We just, Not yeah, no we more. Just, I ain't yeah. never done it. My mom, yeah. Christmas either. My wife is the one that shows mad love on Christmas. She's talking about what she's getting her kids this year. Cash. I said, a gift? They, a gift? Do you think they need it? You still right. think they need gifts? I'm just saying, yeah, so. when you with your homies too, like, what's the best way? Nobody knows it's your birthday. Like, what's the best way to say it? Like, How do you break that we out, all yeah. like we'll be on the road or something. It'd be like, yo, boy, you wake up, it's your birthday. Like, you like, what's the proper way to just? You know what I'm saying? It's like, like FaceTime. Uh, yeah, it's like FaceTime. You know what I'm saying? It's like FaceTime. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't really, yeah, FaceTime. Like, yeah, well, you, well, hey, he. Today my birth like what happy birthday okay thanks yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying it's yeah. like <laughs> but I will say I don't this. really know the proper that that's the thing we need to figure out all right fellas help us out we run a poll what's the proper way to FaceTime and what's the proper way to announce that it's your birthday like for real how do you tell people it's your birthday if you don't got like Facebook or nothing your birthday don't just come up and blast everybody in the face like for me I don't got none of that e you don't. Really, I guess you do have that, so you for people to know. But like, how would you just? How would I just be like, yo? I called Carl. We were talking about some business stuff, and I'm like, yo, hey, hey, hey by the way, hold on, hold on. I think it's you should birthday. do it the, the night before. <laughs> hey, don't forget, tomorrow's my well, birthday. I think I might yeah. just try to do something <laughs> slick. Like, if y'all was right there, I'd be like, man, that was Candace talking about she want to do something for my birthday. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> I like that. I like that. That way it's like, like I tell y'all so y'all can yeah. say it so it's not awkward, but I don't got to be like, yeah. hey, fellas, uh, who knows what today is? <laughs> hey, but I try to no, give, hey, I, I do try to give gifts. I do try to give gifts throughout the year, though. So that, you know what I'm saying, some people wait for your birthday and then they miss it, you know what I'm saying, which mm. is terrible. So let's try to, if y'all listening, if you have somebody you're close to at least once or twice a year, try to do something, even if you take them to Taco Bell, which I just found out is one of the more healthier restaurants to eat at. Couldn't believe mm. it. I've never had Taco Bell like that before. When yeah, you say healthy, you mean without scene? meat. Let's start there. You're talking about without the meat. No, bruh. Um, Lashana sent me an article today. They said, like, besides... You talking about fast foods? Besides Chick Fil A, they saying Taco Bell is the the safest place to eat, like the healthiest place of. I said what? So I told I told Lashawn this. I said this is probably what happened. You remember they had that scare years ago that they said it wasn't real beef. Mm-hmm. It was like whatever they said it was. I think they probably made the adjustment from that point forth. You know, but yeah, bro, I will put it up on S2S. Oh, yeah. I used to be on <laughs> yeah. in college. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. Well, you ate at Taco Bell, see? Oh, back way, in college. Way back when. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, the I cheapest. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, me. When you say you had a meal, I went to Taco Bell before, bro. It was like in the neighborhood, you mean? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I don't eat. Yeah, I'm just saying, I don't, that's not a place that I grew up like, 
you know, just eating like that. I used to eat at McDonald's when I was coming up. Like, we used to eat the Big Mac, whatever. So I'm not saying I've never had it, but like I used to do, when I went with Jalen and Jada, I would do the um, the beans and rice. Like, I never ate a, um, you know what I'm saying, like a taco. Uh, a chalupa. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm saying, they said it's safe, so I might go hit me one. Yeah, yeah, I, I love, love Taco Bell. Game. People be hating on Taco Bell. I love it. And back in the, and they, I think they still got it. They got the um, shoot. Don't I can't think of what boy. the drink's called. The Baja Blast. Oh, the, the Baja, Baja Blast. Blast. Don't no, play. Hold on, hold on. Don't play. Now let me tell you something. I'm not gonna lie <laughs> oh, to you about that. Jalen used to eat, eat at Taco Bell when he was in high school because it was around the corner, and he brought home a Baja Blast once, and I drank yeah, some of it. That was the truth. Oh, bro, it's the truth, bro. Yeah, bro, I, I promise you, I don't even think you could buy it nowhere but Taco Bell. But that thing was, oh, it was. Can we can we can we get a sponsorship with them for the podcast? This Ooh. podcast, bro. <laughs> if you out there, Baja, you know what I'm saying. Mix, mix no, some of your Organifi and Baja Black. Yeah, just put some Organifi in it and make it perfect. I'm talking about you ain't even really struggling after that. Yep, don't even worry about it. Right, we're almost thirty here, y'all. We're almost thirty here. Come on, we got to go. <laughs> Get some message? content now. So I'm enjoying this more. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to talk about nothing serious. It's been uh, a long day. Yeah, because we, we were supposed to start the podcast, y'all. Don't. This is what I hate when he do this. Because we were supposed to start the podcast at what time? 11. Yeah, 11. And so I oh, literally scheduled my whole day. This oh, is why not. people get mad at me because I end up having to change meeting times. I scheduled my whole day around this 11 o'clock podcast start. Then I had to do 9.50 because I forgot I had a listening session. So then we did 9.50. I'm talking about I had the coffee ready to go. I had everything ready, batteries, everything. This is how you know he didn't messed up. He sent the text, first text, don't kill me. <laughs> I was like, I, I just went upstairs. There it is. Yeah. I was like, don't kill me. Uh, I don't got a car. Uh, so where did you get a car? Your insider brought you one or what? No, no. Didi wanted to go to TJ Maxx. So I just got one at the grocery store next door. Mm-hmm. Diddy went mm-hmm. to TJ Maxx and didn't buy nothing. Yeah. Uh, she did an $8 purse for somebody. She did. <laughs> she got an $8 purse for somebody. I don't know who it's for. Uh, some kid. But $8 purse. See-through pl- purse. Glad to see Diddy ain't hey. letting the life go to her head. You know what I'm saying? At least somebody <laughs> keeping it real over there. Hey, hey, but in in, in true Didi fashion, though, it probably costed $70 and she got it for oh, eight. Oh, easy. And then she geeked because she got it for eight. Yeah, it's yeah. a game. The, game. the games we play, you know, like, games of love we play. Don't make me get but, Candace hey. on the line. You know, Candace is a teller. It's the reason they dropped it to eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no question. No reason they dropped it to eight. Nobody no wanted it at 70. Yeah, no question. Yeah. Um, all right. Huh, let's see. Um... Okay, all right, E, what were we talking about early in the week? So E called me and was basically going off. He was he was ticked off and, and was talking about most people can't get paid, right? So he was saying most people don't get paid at a high level and don't get the type of money that they think they deserve or they think they want because they're unable to solve problems at a high level. And he was basically breaking it down as the... The real way to get paid in this world, the real way to go to the next level is to be able to solve problems for other people or problems that the masses may have. So 
for instance, you, you know, we're talking about, you know, a cell phone literally solves a problem, right? Like products we use, like solve a problem. Netflix solved a problem, right? Nobody wanted to get up, go to Blockbuster, rent a movie, get dressed, have late fees. Netflix solved a problem. You just pop it on the screen. And so he was saying most people, because problems are difficult, avoid problems, but it's the problem itself that allows you to be sweet and allows you to not only be sweet, but get paid at a different level. So E, I hope that's a decent enough setup, but yeah, talk about- Yeah, no question. Yeah, yeah, no, talk about no, that. And, I, and I'm gonna be, I, I, if you guys, I'm gonna be practical. Well, let me say this, I'm gonna give y'all five things real quick. We'll come back to the podcast device in a minute because I'm hoping somebody out there um, can help solve this problem. Um, but, you know, five things, guys, and and I'm only going straight into it because we, we're already 30 minutes into the podcast, but I'll be real with you guys. Like, the first way to solve a problem, and this took me years and years to get to, the first thing is you can never solve a problem that you don't think exists, you know? So I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but I'm telling you personally from E.T., that the the, the, the biggest my, challenge on, let me I get had. Let my notebook out if you going this route. I need, right. I'm taking notes. Yeah, he started okay. like I got, lecture yeah, I got five things, y'all. Five things I want to help Break y'all out. Break them down, though. Take your time, yeah. bro. I'm about to just right. sit back. No, seriously. All right. this, yeah, so, I see where this is going so, already. So, so, so the first thing, guys, I spent years avoiding certain hookups. And I don't know why. I don't know if it was ego. I don't know if it was pride. But Didi and I talked about it. Like, I remember there was a time when Didi would say something to me. And it, it was funny, C was having a conversation with me and Carl before we push record. And he was just saying, you know, pretty much as, as his job, he, he has to tell people the truth. A part of his job is, I have to tell you the truth, right? Um, and so I, I, I wish I could put this up, but it's a kid in Atlanta. He got over a million some hits. He's a comedian and he does these little videos. Well, he got a video up and it's called Best Friend. And so he's like, yo, best friend, I'm about to drop this rap for you. I'm about to rap. And be honest with me. You know what I'm saying? So he started rapping. And she was like, hold up, hold up. That ain't it. That ain't it. That ain't it. And he was like, hold up. Don't play. Like, did you hear the part where I said? She's like, I told you. That ain't it. That ain't it. And my man got pissed. Like, I, look, what about the part when I went? Everybody going to love me in the club. And he, she was like, I'm trying to tell you. You're not a rapper. That ain't it. And so I think when Didi used to first tell me stuff, you know, she used to get frustrated because she was like, yo, I'm not telling you this because it brings me pleasure to tell you this. Like, it don't bring me pleasure to give you facts. Don't you think I want to mix some sugar with this? But I got to keep it 100 with you. Like, that ain't it. And I used to take, man, I used to take like, like literally, bro, I'm getting pissed at somebody that's telling me the truth. It's the craziest thing. Like, she telling me the truth and I'm agitated with her. I got an attitude with her. And so, as I look back, I don't have those problems anymore. We was talking about something today and on uh, this morning that she thought that I did the other day, she's like, well, I said something to me and you didn't, like, you didn't acknowledge it. Like, you had attitude. I was like, yo, no, I trust me, I'm good. I didn't, but we talking without be, going off because I'm in a place now where it's like, and I, man, I'm not, I'm gonna say that because I need to get this patent, but I'm gonna say it one day, I'm gonna get the joke of patent. Uh, but when I got to the point where I was like, yo, E, if anything comes to you and it's a problem, don't act like it ain't a problem no more because you cannot solve something that you do not think exists. You, you feel me? There's no way to solve a problem and you don't think that problem exists. So that's number one, y'all. I'm like, number one, do not get angry, agitated, irritated, avoid. Do not avoid people that's telling you the truth. 
if it's the truth, go ahead and suck it up. Go ahead and suck it up, admit that it's the truth, and move forward. All right? So just want to make sure that's um, want to make sure that's plain. All right? Number two, all right, define the problem. Because, you know, when Didi was saying something to me, I was like, yo, Didi, that ain't the problem. All right, flat out. I'm just being real with you. Like, we don't argue no more because I've gotten to a point where I know who you are and I know why you're doing what you're doing. And, and you hate when I, like, Didi hates when I raise my voice. She hates when I get passionate. So I know now the reason why we don't argue no more is because I'm like, E, don't ever go there. Like, Didi is never going to argue with you. Didi is never going to get an attitude. Didi is never going to stop talking to you. The only way Didi going to ever get an attitude with you is if you get loud with her. So I got it. The reason why we ain't had an argument in forever is because as long as I don't get loud with her, she ain't going to trip. So she came to me and told me, well, now I felt like, I'm like, whoa, now I'm not arguing with you. Now you said I'm avoiding you? I'm like, okay, whatever. So, so I had to stop and say, that's not the problem. And I hate to say this on the podcast because I know uh, I'm going to get joked. But I, I had an ear infection when I was a kid. So, so we know that there's certain sounds I can't hear. But it's getting bad now. And, and, you know, and I hate to admit it, but my Aunt Wanda, she wears a hearing aid. And I hope I don't have to go there. And my grandfather had hearing problems. So I hope I don't have to go, go here. But I told Didi, like, yo, I didn't avoid you. And sometimes you think I'm avoiding you, but I really, let's, let, let's define the problem. You say stuff to me and I don't hear you. And you think That's I'm That's what avoiding. I'm about to start saying when my wife says I'm ignoring her. I'm going to look at her, honey, I'm deaf. <laughs> What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, for real. See, <laughs> I'm and, and what I told Didi was, and she tried to joke me, I said, but Didi, I'm just being real. When I'm looking at you or I'm watching TV and I'm looking at it like I can't hear. There's, I can't hear you. First of all, it's not fair for you to say I heard you when I don't know if I heard. I didn't hear you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you talking and assume I'm hearing you. And she's like, yo, I'm not trying to be funny, but you deaf. I'm like, don't say that. I'm not deaf. But I was like, I'm going to be real with you. I don't hear things. And I was like, tell the truth. When the lady, when I asked the lady which way to go, and she told me turn left, I, at Disney World, I thought she said Botox. And I was looking crazy, like, what? Botox? <laughs> she said no. She told me to turn Why right. Why left and you said Botox? Yeah, she said turn left at the Botox. I was like, what? Botox? Uh, so I looked at said, Didi. I thought you said she said theft or something. I, I, said, I looked at Didi and was like, Didi, did she just say turn left at the Botox? Like, that don't even make sense. And Didi said, no, 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 no. She said turn left at the boat. Doc. And oh, I said, oh, okay, got you. Okay, okay, there we go. It's it. a little closer. So, yeah. So I told Didi that there it's was understandable. two. Understandable. Yeah, I said, right. I told Didi there was two instances where somebody said something to me and I wasn't looking them in their face and I heard the wrong thing. So you I said, so I'm I'm gonna pray because I'm praying my and my hearing ain't like I said, I know I had a terrible ear infection, like my eardrums blew when I was about five. So I'm already knowing there's certain sounds I can't hear, but for the most part, when people are talking, I can hear that. And so I just had to explain to Didi, like, yo, for real, let's define the problem. So if you continue to talk to me from a distance and you assume that I hear you and then you get pissed because I didn't and you said I'm ignoring you, that's not me ignoring you. Like, you got to make sure you're in the bathroom, I'm in the room, and you say something to me. Like, you can't say that I heard you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't fair. So that ain't the problem. And so number two, God, this ain't got nothing to do with me and Didi. This has everything to do with you, number one, you got to first acknowledge there's a problem. Number two, you can't solve a problem if you can't define what it is. You got to define the problem. So I told Carl, I was like, yo, Carl, I'm just being real, bro. This, this head, this, this uh, recorder we got, this ain't working for me. Like, I'm, I'm a flamingo, bro. Like, I'm, I'm one track mind. I, I'm, 
I think 50 things at one time. Like, I can't keep up with batteries, all the pieces to this joint, the SIM card. I can't do it. So I know, an, I know a piece of advice that I, uh, uh, an, a device that I can use. And he was like, yo, E, you can. It don't have batteries. It don't have a SIM card. It don't, it's just one device. But unfortunately, the sound quality is not as good. And you'll be able to tell. We're already not in the studio. So you feel me? So I thought I had it solved. I'm like, yo, I'm going to use this device right here. And Carl was like, that's not the real problem. Like all of those things that you mentioned, those are good. But the reason why we use this is because it gives us the highest sound quality. And then when we put it all together, even though we're not in the studio, it still gives us somewhat of it. I'm like, I got you. So number two, guys, a lot of y'all, don't, you're, you're not able to solve high-level problems. You're not even able to solve the problems at home. You well, feel yeah, me? Because Sorry. That, that's number two, see? That's number two. You can't define the problem. Define so the first it, yeah. one is acknowledge it. You know, know what it is. Number two, I need you to solve. I need you to define it because you can't define what you can't solve. All right? So, so define it. And sometimes, I know you don't want to hear this, you may not be able to define it on your own. All right? We talked about a podcast, I don't know how long ago, whereas C, we were in Houston, and he had to mediate between Jalen and I. Why? Because I saw it one way, Jalen saw it another way. So C, who didn't have a dog in the fight, was like, yo, I talked to you, I talked to you. All right, let's kind of talk this you through. You know what I was okay, thinking hey. the other day about that, this side note? Uh-uh. It's weird because, you know, I was talking to Jay. I'm a, I always talk to E about Jay and Jay about E. But I'm like dead smack in the middle of y'all in terms of age. Like dead smack in the middle. Jalen's how old? 23. Right, and I'm 35. And you how old? 48. Right, oh, so yeah. we right, like, so yeah. I'm literally the exact yeah. in-between of you and Jalen. I was just thinking about that the other day because like, I was like, man, he was, you were saying something. And I was like, yeah, I feel that. And then Boog said something. I was like, yeah, I feel that. And I was like, oh, no wonder. I'm like dead in the middle of them two. Like, I get what Jay's saying and I get what he's saying. I'm so caught up. Like, I'm like half old school, half new. It was weird. I'm like the oldest millennial there is. Anyway, just carry on. I just thought that was weird just in terms of yeah, yeah. when you said mediate. I'm like, yeah, because I'm literally right in between. And, and so that's the, my third point would be what C just said. Generate alternative solutions. So C wasn't like one thing y'all got to do. He was like, all right, E, I hear what you're saying. Boom, boom, boom. Jalen, I hear what you're saying. Boom, boom, boom. What's the solution? We, you know what I'm saying? And so what we had to do was we, we had to, I'm old school. There are certain things I believe. And I'm like, I'm not going to bend on. Jalen was like, I'm new school. I just don't believe in what you believe. And I had to sit there and go, you know what? What's the alternative solution to this? How do, how do we... What, let's write all this stuff down, Jay. And not necessarily physically write it down, but let's write it down. Like, let's, let's think through. And so I was like, okay, we could do this. But if we do that, that's going to happen. I was like, yo, I swear to you, I got a daughter. So I would never want my daughter. It would seem like a sweet solution, see, if I didn't put my family in, I wasn't worried about my daughter. But when I thought about my daughter, I was like, nope, that's not a good solution. I mean, it's a solution, but I wouldn't want my daughter to do that. Okay, boom, 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 boom. All right, all right, Jay. He was like, ah, dad, kind of like that, kind of like that. Boom, got it. So number three, put all the solutions down. You know what I'm saying? And this is why I think this is important. And when we had this mediation session, I think, and you can make this 3A, get your feelings out of it when, you, when you're doing the, the, the uh, alternative solutions. Like get all your little feelings out of it. Because when you start talking about solving problems, 
feelings will take you down the wrong path easy. You know what I'm saying? And you don't, you don't mean any harm, but it just seems like the more your feelings are in it, the less rational you're able to be. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not discounting feelings. I'm just saying that when you're in this process of solving problems, you may want to take your personal feelings out of it because they won't allow you to be able to probably make the, a, a very accurate and effective, come up with an effective solution, right? You might come up with one, but it's not going to be effective. So I wasn't on how do I feel? How is this going to make me look? You know what I'm saying? How does this going to make my wife look? What is my daughter going to say? I try to take all that out of it and say, okay, what's truth? All right, and what's going to be the best option? And I truly believe that we've done that because, again, you know, and this is not taking any credit, you know, but, but, but understanding problems and solving problems. Again, my son and I ain't had no issues. And when you talk about maturity, my man went to a whole nother level since then. And I'm talking about, I'm talking about, I'm, I'm talking about, see, no, we just had a conversation yesterday or the day before, and he got some business opportunity. My man called me, see, and was like, yo, dad, we need to talk in a couple of weeks. Uh, I'm grateful for the company and, you know, what I'm able to make. Uh, but I think, you know, I'm, I think I'll be able to, you know what I'm saying, like, give y'all some of y'all money back. I, I think I'm good. I found a way to start generating income. So I think, I'm like, what in the, I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't often somebody come and be like, yo, about that salary thing, I don't want a promotion. Go and take some of it because I think I found a way to do my own thing now. And I'm like, bruh, I praise God. You know what I'm saying? But what happened was in one solution are many and multiple solutions. Because So once you get, like once you're able to solve little problems while at home with you and your spouse or your kids or at your job, once you're able to start solving problems, the little ones, you can eventually get yourself to a place where you can solve major problems. And when you look at Chick-fil-A, the thing I love about them, you might say it's just a chicken sandwich. That is, that's correct. But what they've solved is the customer care problem where you're going into a restaurant and feeling like, what is what just happened? You feel me? Like, what just took place? I ain't never coming back here again. You never had that experience, you know, um, or 90% or of the time, you don't have that experience, you know, at a Chick-fil-A, right? All right, so let me go to the, um, to the next one. So then when you put all of these solutions down, you know, and again, if you got a whiteboard, Bull got a whiteboard at the house, his wall, one of his walls is a whiteboard. So we just start putting stuff down. And we try to do this daily, where we just put stuff on the wall, put stuff on the wall. So put all this stuff on the wall, but do me a favor. Don't get the, you know, what is it called, guys? Uh, paralysis by analysis, all right? Don't write down 10 solutions and then you stuck between, no, put a number on it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All right, this is the least most effective, whatever, and then you go ahead and pick one, right? And then when you pick that one, let's put, what, what number is that? Is that four? We have Was four, that four? Yeah. yeah, that's four. You pick one, right? Then after you pick that one, do me a favor, y'all. When you go with it, don't be so, like, give it some time. Because some of y'all, you choose something, and then immediately, you're like, that didn't work. I'm, abort, abort, abort. Like, don't do that, right? Give yourself some time with it. You know, kind of let it, you know, mature. And then as it's maturing, and you see that it's maturing, you go put your foot on the gas. Or if it's not maturing, you go back and get another one. But the final one I just said, once you make a decision, guys, put your foot on the gas. Do not, do not go back and forth on a decision. Like, and I mean that. And it doesn't mean that the decision is going to be right. But what I would rather do with my wife 
is to make a decision and say, all right, we're gonna, I promise y'all, we, we, were, we were at Lowe's and every state and city we went to. Did, which, 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 I said, we're going with that wood right there. Well, that one kind of looked gray, not brown. We're going with that one. That one got more brown than gray. And that one, I said, D, this is the one we're going with right here. We laying that joker right there. And once we lay it, that joker going to be down there for at least five years before you rip it up and get another one. All right, I want to go with the banister and I want to go with the stairs. And I told Didi, you can go with whatever you want and I'm paying for it. Like, don't worry about it. I don't care how much it costs. You already got the couch. But do me a favor. Once we go in the store and we make our final, <laughs> I used to wonder why they took the uh, menus at the restaurants. It's clear to me now. It's 100% clear. <laughs> yeah. It's 100% clear yeah. now. Because the more, most of you jokers that's listening to me right now, you would place your order, you take that thing on their way out, go and get your water, come back, you come up with something else. Halfway, you call them, come here, I found something else on the menu. So in life, take your own menus away. Take your mm. own menus away, yeah. guys. Take them away. Right? And so that you can make a decision. And then once you make that decision and you stick with it, we, we're not done. I'm going to give you five A, B, whatever this is. Study the solution itself and be, be willing to say, yo, Jay Lynn, that was right, son. I made the right decision. Or, you know what, Jay? I made the wrong decision. I want to apologize. I want to apologize. I want to tell you I was wrong. Right? That's the final one. The final one and the first one are the same ones. I've come to realize that to be a great problem solver, the first thing you got to do is you got to take ownership of the problem and then you got to take ownership of the ownership. So whatever, so whatever decision you make, you got to take ownership of that decision. It don't mean they're always going to be right, but I'm telling you, you'll, people will respect you more in life and they'll be willing to pay you the big bucks, right? You got three kinds of people. People who start problems, people who talk about problems. Now, some people who talk about them do make money. CNN making money, Fox making money, ESPN mm. making money. All they do on these programs talking about people's problems, right? But the people who make the most money, the people who get the big checks are the people who can solve the problems. And so you got to ask yourself where you want to be. Do you want to start uh -huh. problems? Do you want to talk about problems? Or do you want to be a problem solver? Okay, hmm. good. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And that's, that's great, actually. Um, the first one, I want to go back real quick. Okay. The first one is acknowledge the problem, right? And that's like, Shout out to Dr. Downs. He'd be proud of us. That's the first step in the 12-step program, oh, right? Thank you. Is acknowledging <laughs> the problem. Yeah. I think that's probably where most people get stuck. Because here's the thing. Usually, we can point to a problem that we see in somebody else's life or somebody else is doing wrong, but rarely do we see the problems in our in our in the flaws in ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so it becomes easier to blame stuff. So like, you know, Josh and I were having a real deep discussion the other day. And, um, you, know, he, he, you know, he's got a, you know, uh, he talked about his father and, and being in prison and they got some things that they're, you know, still battling through and working through and stuff like that. And I was like, wow, you know, it would be easy to point to all the exterior factors when you were younger as to why you couldn't make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, in, in, in insert name here, Candace, E, all of you guys who have come from harsh circumstances, except me and Carl, who grew up in Disneyland. You know what I'm saying? You're <laughs> right. right. Re relatively speaking, right? You know, yeah. two-parent household, very healthy households. You know, relatively speaking to, again, E, Josh, the Candaces of the world who had, you know, some very harsh challenges. How do you look at what you can solve as a problem 
and what you can't solve. Like, so for instance, as Josh and I were talking, I was like, yo, you can't solve the fact that your dad's in prison and you're eight years old. You can't solve the fact that, you know, um, your father, you know, wasn't in your life and didn't, you know, necessarily want to be in your life at that moment. And, you know, you had these, these things stacked up against you. Candace couldn't control the fact that her mother was addicted to drugs and, you know, she wasn't able to be with her mom. Those are factors. And so then what happens and where I'm going with this e is later in life, as things aren't working out, it's easy to point to those factors as to why it's not working out. And you may not know how to fix it because you see it as something that's beyond your control. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm yeah. saying, you, so how do you solve a problem that you know is a problem, but you don't necessarily see it as something that is within your wheelhouse to fix, I guess is what I'm well, saying. So, so, so here, here's... I think for me, see, this is, um, man, you know, and I feel bad, you know, because I I just got this motor, bro, and I'm pushing, pushing, pushing. But I look at it as, one, I know I have to do something about every problem in my life because it's affecting my life. And it's affecting the people that are in my life. You understand what I'm saying? So when I was on that, maybe not, knowing how to, you know, enunciate words or, you know, um, I wasn't necessarily, you know, a student, I realized like, yo, this is killing Didi. Because when you start talking about making 50,000 and above, you have to have a certain level of mastery of the English language. You know, you don't have to be necessarily, you know, I ain't got to be Charles Arrington, you know, um, uh, the, the junior, you know, but I do have to have, you know, somewhat of control of the language. And so for me, it was like, okay, E, you can continue to say you didn't go to the best schools or you found out this about your father and then you got into it with your mom and then you were homeless. Like, it's not your fault. Had you grew up in a two-parent and went to a school in the neighborhood and went to it, you wouldn't have, But I was like, yo, this is affecting me, see? This is affecting Didi. This is affecting Jalen. Like, I feel like, not just verbally, but I do feel like I am, when I talk to Les Brown, I remember talking to Les Brown and mentioning other speakers and how great they were. He was like, yo, E, I'm just being real with you. Ain't nobody got nothing on you. You know, and I was like, what? Like, you just trying to pump me up. He's like, E, I'm not trying to, I have no reason to pump you up. I'm trying to tell you, bro. And so I said to myself, like, well, then why am I not? And I realized, it was like, yo, the way you have dealt with school, E, like, you you decided for whatever reason, when things didn't go right, that you were just going to pull out of school and you got to go back and you got to study. And so I knew that if I, no matter what my father did or whatever my mother did or didn't do, if I could master the English language and, and really get better at, you know, understanding this linear world, I, I, you mean to tell me that I could go from making 1500 to five grand to whatever I wanted to make? I could, I could command what they command? And so I was like, I got to do it. Now, here's the other part when you talk about me and Jalen. I don't know what it is seeing you said this before. I hate to lose more than I like to win, bro. I hate to lose. And when, and when I, I was with somebody recently, and they was like, um, um, they had somebody in their office and was like, yo, I've been trying to reach out to you for the podcast for three months, whatever, whatever. I couldn't get to nobody. I promise you, see, I promise you, that stayed with me for about three, four weeks. I, once I went and did the gig and blew the gig out, everybody was like, yo, it was the best ever. I got my check. I promise you, I didn't think about that gig after I finished that gig. Well, my man said, I try to reach out to you and I couldn't get you. Bruh, I'm talking about I'm in the car. Diddy, like, who you talking to? I'm like, why you keep, why you ask me that? She's like, you talking to somebody. I was like, I ain't on the phone. No, your mouth moving, your neck 
clenching. Like, <laughs> you talking to somebody. Who are you talking to? And then I told her who I was talking to. And she's like, wow, you sitting here having a conversation with that person in the car in your head? I was like, absolutely, because I got to fix this, boo, because I'm losing. You know what I'm saying? That make my name look bad. I'm losing, sweetheart. I don't like to lose. And so I think for me, see, it ain't my mom or my dad or my wife. I hate losing, bro. I, if there was $12 to get and I only got five and somebody was like, yo, the other seven was yours. Bro, you talking about I'm about to be sick at the stomach. Like, you mean tell me I left $7 on the tape? I didn't know it was mine. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's too late now. Bro, I'm going to be hurt. So I think a lot of us see when we are introduced to problems, one, we, don't, we do want to blame others and say, well, that's your problem. No, if you are a part of the problem, like you are a part of it, your name in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they call all five of y'all to the office. You feel me? Like, they call all five of y'all to the office. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you're like, well, I ain't hit nobody. But doggone it, you were there. You watched that person get hit. You are, yeah. you are, you, you are there, just like everybody else. And so there are people who are in jail, see, who was like, I didn't sell drugs. I didn't do that. You, but you were in the car. You, I, they robbed the bank. They didn't even tell me they was robbing the bank. Like, that happened to a family member of mine. I'm not lying. They literally went to jail for years because they boy told them they was going to the store, went to the store, stole from the store, got back in the car, they drove them to the crib, and they tried to tell the cops, like, yo, I what? And so I feel like if my name ended up in it, there's something, there was a reason why my name ended up in it. And whatever my pro, whatever my part is, I swear to you, when God come back, he won't, he may not be able to say that I solved it to the T, but he most certainly won't be able to say that I ignored it and I didn't give it attention. Um, but what, okay, so it helped me run through whether the cost of fixing it is worth the, re okay, let me say, let me try to word this right. Oh, you know it is. I know what you're going to say. It is. Yeah, it, it is. is, is the oh, the it cost is. of fixing it may yep. be just as bad as ignoring yep. it. You know what I'm yep. saying? So Absolutely. you're thinking about people who got relationship issues, whatever. It's like, yo, the hurt. Okay, so if you got a relationship, let's say a strange yep. father, right? Yeah, you you wanna you're hurting. You wanna reach out. It it ain't necessarily. It don't have to go the way you think it's gonna go. Like your dad gonna be like, oh, that's I, probably I'm why so you ain't gonna sorry. call. Me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he could be like, yo, low key, get off my phone. I ain't want you then. I yeah. don't want you now. No question. No question. And now you end up feeling worse than you did had you just left it alone. Well, you shouldn't have feel. You shouldn't feel worse. But here's why I tell you, you have to do it. One. Because you're talking about it. It's on your mind. You can't go to sleep at night without thinking about it. Or at least you think about it enough, right? So to me, it's like, yeah, it'd be one thing if I never thought about my father, see? That would be one thing. If I never thought about my father and the fact that my father was never in my life, I promise you, that would be one thing. But the dude's name is coming out of your mouth on a regular basis. You having conversations about him. You talking about him. So the only reason I know that he wasn't in your life because you told me he wasn't in your life. So, so if it wasn't that, if it was if it wasn't that deep, there's some other stuff about. Right, see, but I'm saying you can go from a, 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 a on a scale of one to ten, ten being the most hurt. If you had a seven, calling my <laughs> man and, and going through it, if you get to a ten and be like, shoot. Do you? But but uh, but you know what though? And and this is probably something that you know you're saying because for real, you said it. You don't necessarily have any experience with it, but I will tell you this, it didn't work out with me and my father the way I thought it was going to work out when we when I first reached out. Like, we had, we weren't talking on the phone like that one-on-one. -on -one. It didn't work out, but let me tell you what worked out. There was a piece that 
I did what I could, and this is like I, I like I said. See, I can't, man. You can't say, see, that every single thing you do, that it always turns out the exact way you see it in your mind. But what you, but what you are proud of, see, is you will never, you there will never be a, a day that was said that C didn't try, that that you were so nervous about it that you didn't give it an effort. You understand what I'm saying? And so there's a piece of just knowing that I drove from Huntsville, Alabama to Chicago, that I took the initiative to find out what I could have with my father. And I can, and I can die in my grave knowing that I tried, bro. No matter what happens, I can die knowing that as a man, I put gas in the car, I got in the car, I had Lee Lamb with me for sure, might've had L, I don't remember, and I drove. I drove down there and I knocked on my man's door just by myself, stay in the car, guys. And so I, I will die knowing that I tried. Here's the second part that probably has nothing to do with you and, um, I was gonna say you and I, I apologize, see, uh, uh, Candace and I, you know, has nothing to do with Candace and I. When you don't try to resolve certain things, and I, it ain't no man or woman that could tell me that I'm lying. That you may not feel it, but your wife, your husband, your kids, the people that are closest to you, they feel there's like a, a, a glass ceiling. See, when you don't handle something or take care of it, now your family has to deal with the anger or the bitterness, whatever it is. And you may, you as the person that did not forgive your father or your mother, you may not even see it. You, you, may, you might not even know how you act, but I promise you, the people that know me, when I overcame this situation with my father, they was like, yo, E, I noticed that. The, now, I'm not going to sit here and lie and tell you that, you know what I'm saying, homegirl, if she grabbed my basketball again, that she's not going to get thrown <laughs> down on the ground again. I can't tell you that. <laughs> you feel me? I'm, I'm not going to sit here and lie. But what I will tell you is I, the anger that I had before the with Jalen, Oh, I promise you, Jalen and I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have humbled myself. You feel I wouldn't have humbled myself. So when I when I let it go with my father, there were a lot of other chains that were associated with that. And I've noticed good people who don't let it go don't realize, see, that they hit a glass ceiling on their success. They hit a glass mm. ceiling on their potential. Because mm. when you don't resolve, it's like having, I just like to make stuff practical. It's like, see, if I came up to you today, as much as you love meat, and was like, see, I got 20 ri- uh, 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 ribeyes for you. I got 18 chickens for you. You know, I got some whatever for you. See, if your freezer is half full, you can't take all that stuff. There's no way you can take it all. See, your freezer mm-hmm. half full, bro. And so when we don't forgive the people that hurt us, see, and we don't mm-hmm. solve that problem, half of your freezer, half of your love is occupied. I can't get Jalen all my love because a part of it is hate inside of me for my father. Mm-hmm. So I had to yeah, let my heavy. father go for uh-huh. my wife. I had to let the anger go for my son, bro. I had to let it go for Jada. Like, understand something. I didn't forgive my father when I was 22 and 23 years old. I forgave my father when I had my babies. Because mm. I couldn't let that anger and 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 that um, for, um what is it? It just you know whatever this stuff is, man, that you hold on to when you when 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 you and and and, and I wasn't being mean to Jalen, I wasn't being mean to Jada, but Diddy will tell you, man, when you forget your father, like you became a different person. It was like something wow. was freed up inside of you. Everybody that know me will tell you that. So yeah, I say, so how do you get on the other side when that person doesn't act like? So it's easy to like acquiesce when they like, uh, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm the, the worst sunset. person in the world. Uh, like, right, right off in the sunset. You don't get that 
particular sentiment that you were looking for. You know what I'm saying? Like you go and yeah. they, like I said, they like, uh, well, and it's still like you said, it wasn't like you and Pops was just like, uh, okay, we back to, you know what I'm saying? We eat dinner together every night. How do you, how do you resolve that? I guess when, when the solution or what you thought you were going to get for displaying that bravery and attacking the problem head on, it still don't necessarily look like you thought it was going to look. Yeah. And I'm going to say that, that I'm adds in this. another layer of disappointment. Mm-hmm. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I'm going to say that my, my, my biological father is a hundred percent listening to this hooker. A hundred percent. I'm sure what he wanted, he didn't get when I came and I finally started to let go. I'm sure he didn't get what he wanted. I, I'm sure that whatever his vision was for us during those days, it didn't, it, that, it didn't necessarily happen. We just got to a point where it's just me and him on the phone and ain't nobody else on the phone but just the two of us. You understand what I'm saying? We just got to that point uh, maybe a year or two ago. So I'm sure he listening. Maybe we can get him on one day. I'm sure he ain't like, this is exactly what I thought would happen. This is exactly what I wanted when I reconciled with my son. I'm trying to tell y'all, I didn't do it. It's just like speaking, see? It's just like what, what you do. is what you do with, with, with the videos, Carl. You're not doing that necessarily like you talk about scoreboard watching. See, it's not. We're not. I wasn't doing that to have a great relationship with my father. I would hope that would come from it. But what I was doing it for was I got to be free of this. See, I got to get past this. I can't be at this same doggone place. See, I can't be talking about my father the same way. Oh, he wasn't in my life. I didn't know him. My mama said this and that. I can't still be talking like that in my 40s. I can't be talking like that in my 50s. See, I can't be your leader and y'all like, E, you said you couldn't stand your father 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago. You still talking about that? So I will continue to bring problems to y'all. Y'all will continue to say to me, all right, E, you need to grow here. But I promise you in the name of Jesus Christ, if I have, if I, if I, if I have breath in my nostrils, see, you will not be talking to me about Jalen 10 years from now. Like, E, man, I just think the way you deal with Jalen sometimes, bro, like, it's old school. You will not have that. You will not. Uh, and I say this with all humility. My wife has called CJ once and said, CJ, ET, just keep fussing. I, I think it was the fussing part, if I'm not mistaken. See, I don't know exactly what it was because she called you. I wasn't on the phone. But I know she was bitter and angry about, we keep whatever with this. When C called me and was like, yo, E, Didi, keep, Didi called me and was like, whatever, whatever, whatever. It might have been one other time. I don't remember. Uh, e, Didi, whatever. I promise you, C, you have not had to have that conversation with Didi a year from that day. You've not had to have that conversation with Didi four years from that day. You understand what I'm saying? So I, I don't want to be the dude that's saying the same thing about whatever problem it is. I'm rehearsing it over and over and over it as if I don't have the power to fix it. Now, I'm not trying to fix my father. I'm not trying to fix what happened. I'm trying to fix how I approach it, CJ, if that makes sense. That's all I'm saying. I'm trying to fix the way I look at it, the way I approach it, so so that I'm not like Groundhog's Day waking up to the same challenge year after year after year. Mm. The I was um I was looking at this book he called The Happiness Equation. And mm. so so in, in a nutshell, it's the whole concept of what you're saying in a nutshell is you can't compartmentalize no part of your life. We talked about greatness can't be compartmentalized. 
But everything you do affects everything you do. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that, that's like what that. I'm hearing that strong again. from you. Everything yeah, you do again. affects everything yeah. you do. So you, you go to work off of, I used to joke about it, but you know, I, I, I feel I got a failing grade because the teacher was upset at her husband or something that morning. You know what I'm saying? Like everything you do affects everything you do. But the book, The Happiness Equation, was talking about, and it, it's cliche. I'm going to try to make it not as cliche. But the problem with how the world is set up or what we're taught is we put happiness at the end of it. So you go to school, you get a good job, you do this, you do that. And then you find this happiness thing. And the book was saying, dude, if you really study it, if you put happiness at the beginning, you do everything else better. You work better. You do better in school. If, if, if you approach it with wholeness, like you're going in with wholeness, and you're not having all that. And, and again, we use an easy example. You're not having the drama from, you know, your parents or drama with, you know, emotional stuff going on. You do better at work that day if you ain't got to go to work with this thing on your shoulder. You know, somebody's sick, a loved one ill, and you're going to work with that. You can't perform the same way. Of course, you can't do nothing about that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, if you put that wholeness in front of it, and that I think, E, that's what you're driving at, like, then everything else will spill off from that. But if you don't deal with that in some capacity, yeah. even if, like you said, even if it's not healed 100%, if you don't deal with it in some capacity, then you're always going to be broken in some capacity. That's crazy. Hey, I feel the need to be transparent for some uh, husband or some wife out there. Just that's now, we've been transparent to the whole yeah. party. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Not, not to this level, to get naked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to this level. Can I say this? And I want to make this practical for somebody that's listening. I feel like if I wasn't, wouldn't have forgiven my father, and I don't even mean him. See, like, I, I wish y'all could understand what I'm saying. Like, it's not about him. I would, I, when I got to the point that I could forgive, period, is what I mean. It's not about him. But mm -hmm. the fact that I couldn't forgive was a problem. Who are you mm. not to forgive somebody? Who are you? You know what I'm saying? Who are you? Who, you? Like, you perfect. Like, you haven't done things. Who are you not to forgive? But here's what's scary for those of you who are listening. Here's what's scary. I feel like if I had forgiven my father for not being in my life, I would have loved my kids throughout eternity. I wouldn't have never had no problems. They're my babies. Like, that's my blood. You understand what I'm saying? But I truly feel like who benefited most was my wife and my mother. Because while I love my wife to life, it's different when it's your kids. That's your blood. You can't divorce your kids. You can't mm. separate from your kids. Like, it's just not possible, right? This your blood. You can divorce a wife. Y'all can have good times and then have very terrible times. And there are those of you who've had people that you've been with, you're not with no more. You probably ain't even thinking about them. You can't do that with your kids. That's why when I knocked on that door and talked to my father, that's why I don't care what happened. It, it, I'm his son. It, you can't not open the doggone door. But with Didi, I could divorce Didi. I can. I don't have to treat Didi a certain way. But I felt like I saved my marriage by saving my relationship with my father. I saved my marriage because you can't, this is just my experience. You can't say that you can love a person who's not your children to a certain level when you got beef with your mama and you got beef with your father. You said you just, this is a this 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 is a, a human being like. Y'all just are together on some, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to vows, but y'all on some vows. That's what's keeping y'all together, vows. And a lot of people ain't even together after the vows. You feel me? They did the vows, did the wedding, whatever. They're like, we ghosts. We got to go. Bump the promise we made in front of people and God. 
um, I've been to a, I, I went to a wedding where it was like the second one, I think it was, and they was like introducing the first time. Was I said this ain't the first time. I went to the first marriage. This ain't the first. I try to be funny, but this ain't the first. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like introducing the first time to the world, Mr. and Mrs. You know, Carlos uh, Quinny. No, this ain't. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like that ain't the first time, bro. Like this the second time. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying, you can, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you can, you can divorce a human, you know what I'm saying? That, that ain't your child. And so I think Didi benefited most when I dealt with my issues because every time I got better, Didi became the recipient of that. You feel me? My father, although I love him, all the stuff that I learned by me and him healing, he doesn't necessarily, he not necessarily the beneficiary of that. Why? It like that. Yeah, he done benefited from that. We're not together every day like that. We're not hanging out all the time like Christmas, Thanksgiving. I see them, you know, when I get a chance to see them, but we don't, I, we don't get that. Didi, I'm living with Didi. So Didi gets the, I become compassionate more now that I've forgiven my father. So I'm way more compassionate to Didi. I'm opening up the doors, you know what I'm saying? You know, we're going to Disney World. I'm making sure that I brought breakfast in bed today. Like, Didi is benefiting the most from that. And I feel like Jalen and Jada was always going to give my love. So I just want to say that there's some husband or wife. You keep saying that your life, you're not living the best life as if that person is the person that's going to make you live the best life. They're not. When we forgive and let stuff go, we just become better people and everything around us get better because we're better. It's not that some magical thing is going to happen and make life better. It's not like Didi is this perfect woman. But as I become better, Didi becomes better. And as Didi becomes better, our marriage becomes better. And as our marriage becomes better, my speaking becomes better. You know, uh, the guys were saying to me the other day, this dude came up to me and said, yo, E, thanks. I said, for what? Talking about your wife's MS. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, yo, bro, my, my brother got it. My family don't talk about it. It's a secret. And most of the people we know who have illnesses, it's a secret. They don't tell people. They don't want their haters to know. They don't want people to look at them differently. The way you speak about Didi's MS with so much transparency, you just freed me up. And I'm thinking, what? I'm just talking about my life. But because the MS hasn't broke us, it's made us better. That's why I share. So just everything is getting better because everything is better. So if you're listening to me right now, I know, I feel you. You're like, bruh, relax. I'm a great wife. I'm a great father. I'm a great husband. I'm a great mother. I'm a great, you are. And ain't nobody taking that from you. But if you want to get better, I promise you, you have not, you ain't seen your best yet until you get to a place where whatever it is, somebody might have abused you. Don't let your abuser win by you still feeling the pain of that abuse. That was something they did 20 years ago. They getting the victory because you still holding on to it 20 years later like it happened yesterday. They still getting the victory. They won. They wanted to break you. They wanted to hurt you. And now you hurting other people. So I'm telling y'all, for the love of yourself and the love of your life, let everything go. I don't care what it is. Let everything go because it doesn't make sense to be in this happy marriage. And I walk in, I'm watching you walk with your family that you love and you got a big 100-pound weight on your leg. Cut that junk off. Cut the weight off, bro. You slowing yourself down. Ma'am, you slowing yourself down. Cut the weight off and let your family fly. Now, you've been doing a very good job. Ain't nobody taking that from you. But I'm telling you, if you cut those weights off of you, 
and you and you free up every part of your life and you forgive everybody and you forgive yourself. And what CJ taught me, and I did this at the conference, they loved it. I'm giving you permission to do it. You feel me? As a person who did it, I'm giving you permission to free yourself up and move forward. So you got a permission slip. On behalf of ETA, you now have permission to forgive yourself. You have permission to forgive that person. And I promise you, you, if you do this, you will definitely make the rest of your life the best of your life. My bad. See, I just felt impressed to go there. Oh, no way. Hey, no, you know. Right. Who are you apologizing and, to, Rob? And if you want to continue making the rest of your life the best of your life. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> or get a fire. Get a fire. Listen, you already know. Detox daily with ease. Boost your immunity and defenses, all right? Burn fat, increase weight loss, safety. Listen, man. Detox your body with the real superfood, okay? Each uh, serving of the, the green juice that I'm on daily contains uh, moringa, chlorella, moringa. mint, spirulina, beets. Now, you know you ain't getting no beets in your diet. Get, get the no. organic fight, get some beets in your diet. <laughs> Let your grandma give it green to tea, you. Wheatgrass, ash, ashwanda, turmeric, lemon, and coconut water, Ooh. all right? All essential things. Ashwanda? And listen, if you're like me and you're not getting ready to get up and juice every single day, it's just not going to happen. Every blue Or you don't like the way wheatgrass tastes, because my wife make it every day. (laughs) Right. Hop on the Organifi train with a shout out to everybody who's got that Organifi. My boy Tommy out there in Chicago holding it down with the Organifi. Um, Again, guys, my favorite and my automatic go-to every day is the green juice, but I do mix in the gold and the red from time to time. But every day on the green juice, heavy, man. And um, I love the way it tastes. And I appreciate Organifi, man, for being a great sponsor. So um, listen, man, people always ask me, like, yo, why are you always talking about Organifi? Like, okay, that's how we, you know, make sure that we we winning on the podcast, y'all. It's find brands that we partner with. You guys um, go support those brands. We bring brands to you that we rock with, that we like, and introduce you to them. Middleman, you through them. And, um, you know, they look out for us if, if you guys look out, you know, and, and um, you know, purchase the products and if you like the products. And uh, that's kind of how this works and allows us to keep doing the podcast and y'all don't have to pay for it. Although he's probably trying to find a way we can do the podcast and make you pay <laughs> 99 cents per episode. Hey, if we made y'all pay 99%, 99 cents per episode, oh, I would have an We'd insider good. in less than We'd have been good. Days. Yeah. I would have a sweet insight if y'all just paid. So, listen, if you don't want to do that, I'm going to start charging y'all, but I'm telling you, just go buy the Organifi. That way it's a win-win for both sides. Y'all get healthy, and, um, you know, Carl and I can afford to send our kids to uh, a decent school, okay? All right, Um, let's jump into Ask E.T. All right, before y'all go there real quick, this segment is brought to you by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, each box is made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients Selected from high-rated, trusted farms. There are three plans to choose from. There's the classic plan, which contains a variety of meats. The veggie plan, which contains vegetarian as well as plant-based proteins. And a family plan, which are quick and easy meals for those of you on the go. With their global eats options, it brings authentic international dishes and flavors to home cooks for exciting new meals. This is the stuff that you guys are not cooking. It's not the, the traditional rice and potato and, you know, all the stuff that we're doing all the time. This is not the pasta, y'all. It's the international, I mean, traditional stuff that's coming right to your home with all the seasonings, everything that you need. 
I mean, all the ingredients are pre-measured and labeled meal kits. Cooking will become something you actually look forward to when coming home from work. This week, we had the um, the black bean chili, zesty tortilla chips. Man, I'm telling y'all, these were authentic Mexican co- corn tortillas. So when I tell you authentic, like they came in the, the it, it came, we actually had to bake it ourselves. And you know, your boy ain't Chef Boyardee like that. So that, they tell me exactly the angle to cut it. You know, how long to bake it, everything with the pictures, like you guys heard me say. That thing was off the chain. The black beans, the cream, the cheese, everything, man. It was, it, let me just put it like this. It wasn't something that your boy was cooking on his own just like that on a Tuesday night. So uh, when you guys subscribe to HelloFresh, there are many benefits so you can keep enjoying week after week. Get delicious filling meals delivered right to your door every week for less than $10. You heard that right. You're going out to eat. I'm sure you're spending more than $10. You're getting that drink, the extra fries. I uh, know, I know, I know. So less than $10 per serving and free shipping. Manage your account easily by choosing your delivery date to match your schedule. And you can pause it when you're on vacation. So sign up today, guys, for a total of $60 off. That's $20 off each of your first three boxes. You guys can go to HelloFresh.com forward slash success 60 and enter the promo code SUCCESS60. And that's, again, HelloFresh.com forward slash SUCCESS60 and enter the promo code SUCCESS60. And that's the number 60, guys. Let's see. I was taking notes and lost my questions. All right. No problem, bro. Go for it. Take your time. No, no, no. Tierra in Kentucky said, saw this on Twitter and wanted to bring it to Ask ET. If you were stranded on a desert island, and had one tweet to send before your battery died, what would it be? Hmm. Whoa, whoa, say that again, see, whoa. <laughs> she said, whoa. If you were stranded, stranded on, on a island. desert island, yes. you had to send one tweet before wow. your battery died, what would it be? <laughs> now, does it have to be a tweet or is it a message? Uh, she just, I, I'm just she said hey, a tweet. make the rules. A tweet, right. tweet, right? A tweet. Well, I, you know, I yeah. I, first of all, I don't tweet, all right? <laughs> uh, um, and you know, tweet is like now, Carl, on some political stuff. You know what right. I'm saying? So that's why I was like, is it a message or a tweet? Okay, well, we got to stick with what she's saying. If it's a tweet, um, I, I probably, man, because that's to the world, I would send out something inspirational, man, and just tell people like, yo, for real, you have permission to live your best life, you mm. know? And uh, forget your past, bro. You know, forget those things of which behind press toward the mark of a higher call and to make the rest of your life the best of your life. So I would just want uh, You only my get last a couple messages. characters on Twitter. <laughs> right. How many do you get, Carl? That oh, that's about a hundred and something. You got about that's a hundred and something. That's a hundred and something. See, hey, that's a hundred and something characters. I'm just saying, he gonna say I went over and he don't even know how many, he don't know what that count was right there. I promise you that was more than a hundred characters. Carl? Um, I would say help. Come find me. <laughs> I know, that's right. That's I'm not I'm trying to be deep. Wherever you are, right? Wherever you are. I'm in a desert, and I last knew that I was close to uh, the Middle East somewhere, and I, that's all I know. Nah, nah. Come find me ASAP, uh, please. Nah. Good luck, guys. <laughs> Let's see. John in St. Louis says, CJ, you were worried about moving to a mostly white area. Denver said I was worried about it. How's it been so far? Are there many other black families on the block? Uh, no, there's oh, not. Yeah. CJ, uh, mom white, y'all. That question on him, yeah, that ain't yeah, even relevant. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. I told you my right. kids just want to make sure I get my kids around as much diversity as possible. Actually, right. um, but no, my neighbors are super cool, man. My neighbor, uh, 
Dan across the street had us over. My man, whew, my man got a sweet man cave. But he, we had watched the, uh, you know, the UFC fight over the weekend. Conor McGregor, that was crazy. I know y'all don't get into UFC, but I do. Mm-mm. That fight was crazy. And um, but anyway, yeah, no, nah, my neighbors, they, I, they, some of them, I know a lot of them still wonder what I do because I walk outside at like twelve o'clock in the afternoon with shorts and. <laughs> tank top on and they looking like okay how's my man afford to live over here I ain't seen him go to work yet Hobby, I'm on the porch waving them off to work alright take care y'all do y'all thing today go grind uh, you know what I'm saying they looking at me like what in the world does he do um, so anyway no nah, it's cool man I appreciate you asking uh, let's see uh, E.T. what's up haven't heard you talk about the Spanish in a while give us an update uh, well, the reason why you had heard me talk about it is because I'm, uh, yeah, it was time to stop talking about it and, uh, you know, just do it. So, yeah. Well, I, give um, us a little something then, amigo. <laughs> I'm saying I, I, it wouldn't even make sense to give it to y'all, but I guess I can. So, lo más importante en el mundo es la familia y el amor. The most, most important, important thing important in the world. Important thing to you. Yeah, yeah it's most your family. important thing in the world is your family and love. That's mm. what we're talking about today. So is that still, are you still on phase one or, you know what I'm saying, that scene? Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think this is something I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. So I think when you talk about a language, especially Spanish, man, I didn't realize it, but you might have 20 different, you know, I was talking to a guy in Spanish last night when I got to the hotel. He's from, um... Where was he from? Oh, I was he on was the phone like, with you. Remember, he was from Venezuela. Oh, yeah. Uh, Venezuela. So that's a whole different... That's uh, yeah. different than Puerto uh, Rican. That's different than Mexican. Nah, so you, that's was, the one. You, you was rocking back and forth with him pretty tough, though. I was, yeah. like, I was impressed. Yeah, but so, yeah so, so, so that's what makes it so difficult. It's like, man, you know, at least... I don't know. I can't say that. I guess English could be like that, but I don't know that it's that diverse, to be honest with you. So, um, yeah, some, you know, people would... One word that I would use in Spanish with 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 my you know Mexican friends is something totally different, and you know if you're from the Dominic you know so it's whatever. But I I here's where I am. I can watch TV and I do closed capture, so I understand about the contextually I understand it about 50, 60 percent. The hardest part has been um, just I speak in English still, so it's like in English the subject is the is the dominant one. Whereas in Spanish is the is the verb, so it's like the way we would conjugate a sentence is not the same. So that's where I'm trying to get out of now. I'm trying not to say it like in the English. How do I say it? Like the format I would use for a simple sentence in English is not the same as Spanish. I'm trying to learn not to think in English. I'm trying to learn to speak in Spanish. But yeah, I don't I don't do apps anymore. See, I don't do apps or any of that stuff no more. I only speak. And I'm getting better because it's, I mean, it is what it is. When you speak it, that's what you're practicing. So you get better at whatever you're doing. But I will say this to everybody that's listening. I said this to Jorge this morning. And I, and I couldn't have said this. It's what C just said to y'all. And I want to make sure y'all caught. He was on the phone, whatever. I'm over the fear, y'all. And that was probably, and if I'm not going to lie to y'all, that first 100-day challenge, I started doing it. The first year, what held me back is I was afraid. I was afraid that I would sound dumb. I was afraid that I wouldn't get it. And now when I'm in public, like I'm in Florida, I told my man, only speak Spanish to me. That's it. Solo Espanol. No, 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 no habla 
English, only Spanish. So we're going back and forth, and some things I understand, some things I don't, but I'm not embarrassed anymore. And I think there are those of you who are listening, even when it comes to forgiveness, like C said, some of you are fearful, and that's what's stopping you. You're afraid of, if I go do this, what if it doesn't turn out? Listen to me. There is no way you're going to do right and right don't come back to you. There is no way I'm going to speak Spanish to people regularly. Could be three, five years. I'm never going to stop doing it. I promise you I'm going to eventually do way better than what I did when I wasn't speaking it. So do not be afraid. Get over the fear. I think they said false expectations appearing real. Get over your fear and just do your thing. Like she said last night, I promise you. When I, I, I was okay, but then when I got back, see and walked in, he wouldn't stop. My man, uh, Listo, derme. <laughs> I'm like, what? I was like, okay, you said something about ready. Ready what? He said, you ready to sleep? And I was like, oh, okay, because you got a different accent, and I hadn't really been around, um, you know, people from Venezuela. I'd never been around you before. I didn't, I didn't hear it. But then I said to my man when he said, I said, estoy cansado. And Didi was like, what did he say? He said, he said he's tired. I said, yep, I'm tired. So, yeah, simple sentences, simple raciones. I'm good. Uh, estoy bueno. But um, I'm still not, you know, totally, totally fluent. But give me, give me two years, y'all, and I'm coming. Hey, are we going to hear a full, a full message in Spanish uh, at some yeah, point? Oh, you will. Uh, that, I, I don't know how long that's going to take, though. Yeah. Call Jorge. Ask Jorge how long that's going to take. September, so. Oh, okay. September 2019, you was going to do a whole Ooh. message in Spanish. Put it on me, see. Oh, put yeah. the stress got, on me, you got see. got a couple months. Oh, well, we're going to stress on Trust me, everybody's going to be waiting on it, so. All right, I got you. I got you. Yeah, um, I got you. We, yeah, we uh, yeah, we got it. Um, CJ, you mentioned when you were uh, sick, you were watching Netflix. Any recommendations? I actually watched, um, if, you, yeah. if you got Netflix and you got two hours, man, I watched the Quincy <laughs> Jones documentary. Mm. Whoa. Mm. Did they talk about Michael Jackson at all? Quincy Jones, huh? Oh, no doubt. <laughs> but, but, did, did he talk about Mike at all? Oh, bro, of course. You can't, yeah. of course. But I gotta I, watch I'm it, talking man. about a, a lot of that stuff I knew, obviously. And you know, you always hear about Quincy. Dog, no, no, no. I had no clue oh, yeah. how deep my man yeah. was. Yeah. My man mm. was deep. My man, they, you know, they went, he wanted to, um, so he composes music. I, I'm, I'm right. not knowing, he's a producer, whatever. My man composed, I'm not going to give it all away, but like, basically, they because he was black, they wouldn't let him compose the stringed instruments. My man was like, oh, okay, bet, and moved to Paris. Like, a young black dude just moved to Paris, France, and was like, all right, cool, and they let him compose there. So he learned how to do the string instruments, came back, and was Frank Sinatra right-hand man. I had no idea. Mm, My man composed wow. all of Frank Sinatra music. Oh, wow. Like I didn't know that. Like I, I'm like I, I felt so dumb watching it. I'm like, yo, I'm thinking of Quincy, and my only, you know, I knew he was, you know, rocking with Mike, of course. But my man was like Frank Sinatra, right hand man. Frank Sinatra was on there talking about him, like, yeah, he's the biggest musical genius that's ever lived. I was like, yo, my man mm. was deep. So anyway, yeah, no, the Quincy Jones documentary was crazy. Yeah, so you know, you my man had a vice. A better. You know, he had a vice. Yeah, you know, yeah. with the, yeah. With the ladies, yeah. but other than yeah. that, <laughs> my man was a straight <laughs> ladies' night. Oh, what a night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No, I mean, you'll be surprised, though, like, of the stuff he did that you hear and you don't even know he did. Like, you know that song that, um, that that uh, it's like an old school song, It's My Party and I Cry If I Want To? Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
My man, that's he did that. I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? Just like, wow. just stupid stuff that you wouldn't even know. Like, I'm pro- I promise you, when you watch it, you're gonna like, it's gonna be like a million things that you know and you heard a million times that you had no idea. The Sanford and Son theme song, Quincy mm-hmm. Jones. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just don't that. even think about movies. like, it's yeah. just a million things my man did. So. Uh, of course, he always calls me Quincy. So I was laying there. I was like, let me watch Quincy Jones. And I was blown away. So yeah. um, I would recommend And, and you knew, Jones see, I, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to lie. There's certain things I don't know I need to watch the documentary. But, you know, there's a lot more than I prob- that I know than a lot of people know just because he was also responsible. When Mar- um, Mervyn Warren left Take 6, he was responsible for helping oh, okay. know, them go to another level. Yeah, and for so, sure. Joey used to be with him all the time, and they did the Grammys, yeah. you know, with him. So that's how I knew a little bit more intimately. And then Mr. B, believe it or not, um, was very familiar with Quincy Jones word, and that word. whole musical thing. So that's why I used to say when people say you call C Quincy Jones, I was like, yeah, y'all don't get it. Like it's not, it's not oh, what no, you my think. Man, like, bro, yeah. I promise you, he was you, a producer. You watch that, you're gonna be like, oh, okay. I knew my man yeah. was. You know, you just hit. Yeah, you know, one of them. You know, you hear the name and stuff, but my man was like, right. nah, my right. man was that. Dude, right. I mean that. Fresh dude, Prince of Bel Air. Fresh Prince mm, of Bel Air. Yeah, of course, I, yeah. yeah. See, that's yeah. the kind of stuff I kind of knew about already. But like yeah. Sinatra, bro, Sinatra, yeah. my man was like all the music for. I'm, I'm like, yo, I'm blown away. So, yeah, he went out to Paris and studied under like the, um, like one of the best composers in the world, a white lady, and she taught him the game. He came back killing it. So, yeah, watch the Quincy Jones doc. All right, that's it for Ask Et Carl. Hit us with the announcements, my brother. What do we got here? We, we got stuff on the horizon. How can they come yes, check sir. us out? We got Take Control less than a month now. San Diego, November 4th. Take Control. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to tell you all about that. If you haven't been, this is our last Take Control for the year. Are we doing this next year? I don't even know. Bro, I'm going to keep doing it until somebody All right, we'll keep control. doing it. No, I'm just all right, right. Yeah, until I, I get control. Don't. We'll decide that yeah. ne- next month. So yeah, now this one and again, y'all. This is this is the full package of ETA. Like I'm talking about everything. You're not just getting E. You're getting Shine. You're getting everything. The animal assessment. We're doing e it live, yeah. and you're getting yeah. the new E. Right. It's a different ET. E. This I ain't talking. Hey, this ain't this ain't even you. September ET no more. Yeah. It's a it's no, a different dude. You. I'm still trying to figure yeah. him out, y'all. It's yeah, a different dude. So yeah, upgrade it, y'all. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, November 4. So make sure y'all check that out. San Diego, and of course, Ignite the Dream. Inky Johnson, Toby and Weegwee, and ET collabing to bring y'all. This and is we got a, a, a the C- smoke. We got, and we the, got smoke. the smoke. We got the smoke, y'all. This one is this is not we what you CJ said. Hey, CJ <laughs> said on the last one, this is what the ETA conference will look like for this is what it'll be known for. It ain't what we did before at all. We changed the whole the whole hookup up, y'all. This is true to our identity, so you definitely want to check out the Ignite the Dream. And last but not least, come on, y'all, we're going to Montego Bay, Jamaica, February twenty yeah, fifth. So excited about that. I wasn't excited 3rd. about that before. Yeah, let's get it. What's those dates oh, yeah. again, Carl? I'm getting excited now. February twenty fifth to March third. Sorry, February twenty fifth, March third, twenty nineteen. Phenomenal life, Jamaica. Come on, y'all, we taking the whole yeah. crew. Somebody Anybody bring me a loaf of white bread and some mayonnaise. Let's oh go. yeah, we're gonna have some fresh fish. We gonna we gonna be out here getting it. The jerk chicken. E, yeah, are you gonna come the off the chicken. vegan oh, for the jerk chicken. the jerk chicken sandwich? Are you coming yeah. off, E, the vegan for the jerk chicken? Oh, bro, jerk chicken. Come on. How you gonna be in Jamaica and not eat chicken? Just wanna make sure. Just wanna make sure. So yeah, y'all, that's that's what we got. Of course, y'all can go to the events page and check it out. 
if you missed us on your 100-day challenge, that's your fault. We'll come back with it again next year. All I'm going to tell you is that you're missing out. I watched one of Jamal's videos. See, no disrespect to y'all. I'm sorry. E killing it. C doing his thing. Josh, everybody. But Jamal was in a property showing me some before and after photos in one of his videos. And I was just like, ooh. Like he giving us Let's the go. tangible. Let's go. The tangible. This is the vision Let's that go. I have for the property. Here's yeah. what it looked like. So I'm just letting y'all yeah. know y'all missed out. Uh, Next time y'all here, come in and do the 84 day challenge. Uh, or something? No, it, it ain't no 84. I might do. Somebody oh, well. said I should do 50. Somebody said I should do 50. But we we've had a we've had a um. Somebody told me a while back, like, yo, y'all doing terrible on marketing. Y'all training your audience to just do stuff when they want to. No, 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 no. This is the offer. We doing it. Get it now. Life life ain't gonna give oh, you wow. third and four chances. So Carl we getting it now. Hey, gorilla now. So hey. Hey, I'm, no I'm toying. Now. I'm toying with the idea, y'all. Somebody said do a 50 just because it's going. Like people are responding to it. People are getting it. Somebody said do a 50. But if y'all be nice to us and leave us a couple more negative reviews that we can have fun with, I might, I might, I might release a 50 day challenge. But as of now, you missed out on that, man. And we're gonna keep rocking it. But yeah, that's it, see. Oh, you know what? No, it's not. What we got October 20th in Atlanta, spiritual development. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, y'all. Do we have the details? I know I don't have the details for it, but yeah. yeah. Listen to me, y'all. Ain't no details, y'all. Listen no to details. me, y'all. Be in Atlanta <laughs> no on the 20th. Just be there. Yeah. Atlanta on Let's the 20th. Go Look, to the center yeah, of the city. This, this the only detail I have for you. If you're tired of losing, that's all I got. If you're tired of saying, I'm going to get better in this area, well, this is my year to make sense. Like, if you're tired, God has. Look, y'all about to get my son's blessings. That's what you're about to get, my son's blessings, right? So there's something called inheritance. This is my nugget. Here go my nugget. There's something that's called inheritance. That's what you get when your loved one dies. There's something called your birthrights. That's something that you get when you're alive. And if you do it right, you won't even need, if you do your birthright right, you won't even need an inheritance. You won't even need that. When your family die, you can just get that money to somebody else. And so there is... There is, a, there is an anointing right now on me because of where my son is in terms of his maturity. And I'm coming to Atlanta on October 20th for my son. So you get to, you, you get to sit in. But I'm coming because my son hasn't found a church in Atlanta right now. He has not found a home church in Atlanta. So as his father, I got to come. And I, got, I, I can't wait on another person to give him what I'm supposed to give him. So you just come in there. It's free. Like, I ain't making this about nothing. It ain't no, you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't nothing. Just come. I paid for a, a praise team to come out to do their thing. Other than that, it ain't nothing. But I will say this. There are only 400 seats, right? It's only 400 seats. Oh, now, Lord. I'm probably if, gone if, already then. Oh, it's yeah, gone. If you, yeah. If, if, if you live out of town, this ain't for Atlanta. If you live out of town and you want to fly in with your family, there's going to be a special anointing October 20th on that day. All right, so thanks to my boy Anthony Flynn and Best Academy, they opened up the doors for me for free. The musicians, for whatever reason, they not free. They big time in Atlanta. <laughs> they ain't free. You know what I'm saying? They, they ain't about that life, right? But I'm telling y'all, I, I got speakers. I paid for a sound system. Uh, the whole nine. Willie Mo Jr. going to be there uh, doing a little piece. Uh, you got to be there, y'all. I'm telling you, if you're anywhere close to Georgia, you're in Florida, you know, Tennessee, whatever. I'm telling you, only 400, so get there on time, but yeah, so it's, going, it's the, going down. The, where's the 
the address or whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm sorry, y'all, I don't have it. It's just Best Academy. That's a school. It's called Best Academy. So I don't have the physical address. You can go to our S2S and I'll put a flyer up there so you can see it. It's got the address on the flyer. Uh, shout out to Maul. So all the information is on there if you go to S2S. But <laughs> yep, the key, y'all, I'm telling y'all, that's the nugget. I'm, uh, yeah, that, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Give me the nugget of the day. Just go on and get it. That's the nugget of the day. Just get it all out. Get it all out. That's the nugget of the day. Just get it out. I'm coming. I'm going to give you the nugget of the day. That's the nugget of the day. I'm going to break down inheritance. I'm going to break down your birthright. And after you leave, anything you're lacking, you won't be lacking in that area anymore. So I'm telling you, just show up. Be there. That's the nugget of the day. October 20th, Atlanta Best Academy. That's the nugget of the day. Um, I don't think I said the promo code for Organifi, did I? Organifi. Promo code SUCCESS. SUCCESS. Yep. All right. Um, Carl, you got any parting shots? It just felt like a quick nugget, so I wanted to, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to see if we could linger around and say anything else. Any, anything you want? Happy birthday, Jesse. Yes, Happy sir. birthday, young lady. Love you. Have a great birthday. Enjoy it. Um, yeah. All right, cool. Y'all, let's get some work done. Hey, go to iTunes, leave us a review. We want to climb those charts. And um, yeah, man, we appreciate y'all rocking with us each and every week, man. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul, with all